calendar oddity may affect aircraft transactions in the final days of 2021, but the FAA is helping out following appeals from the industry. From the National Business Aviation Association, this is Flight Plan. I'm Rob Finfrock with your trusted source for business aviation news. The FAA registry is tasked with issuing aircraft registration certificates and processing documents such as liens on aircraft transactions. And the registry has been very busy this year thanks to the robust market for business aircraft, and especially as we approach the final days of 2021. And that presented a problem, as Scott O'Brien, NBAA Senior Director for Public Policy and Advocacy, tells us. About a week and a half ago, it was identified to us by some of the aircraft manufacturers and brokers that due to the way the calendar is structured this year with the first being on a Saturday, federal employees receive the 31st, so Friday, December 31st, as a federal holiday. And that means that the FAA aircraft registry in Oklahoma City, which is, of course, critical for closing aircraft transactions, registering aircraft, kind of anything to do with the the closing process, they would also not be open on the 31st. And just with the unprecedented demand for aircraft this year that we're seeing, the supply chain challenges that some OEMs are facing, folks are going to need every day of the calendar year to close transactions. And with the value of business aircraft, you know, as you can imagine, not being able to just do a few transactions that you are planning to do can have a significant impact on an aircraft manufacturer. So when this was identified to us, we quickly started working with the General Aviation Manufacturers Association, GAMMA, on a coordinated outreach along with the aircraft brokers and um, some of the attorneys in Oklahoma City to really raise this issue to FAA so they understood the gravity of the situation from a financial perspective and also understanding that many general aviation aircraft are made here in the United States. So this is a really critical jobs issue as well because we want the manufacturers to be doing all the deliveries they can in 2021. As Scott alluded to, the FAA registry applies to multiple facets of an aircraft transaction, not just the airframe itself. Here's Jens Hennig, Gamma's vice president of operations, with more on that. We obviously rely on the FAA aircraft registry for a number of different things. They've uh, served as an essential function for aircraft manufacturing, but also tracking the parts. So their role cannot be overstated. What we're seeing here this year with the January 1 federal holiday being observed on New Year's Eve, it uh, only happens once in a blue moon. Looking back at your calendars, uh, last time it was 11 years ago. Uh, with the demand that we're seeing, that's an unfortunate set of uh, circumstances to close out the year. We always see that last week between Christmas and New Year's being especially busy, and uh, we expect it to be very much so here in 2021. I think the important thing that we see from the manufacturer side is taking steps to move those transactions that are possible to the left in the schedule. Two short weeks there closing out the year, it's not helpful. Uh, we know the interest areas of the customers to, uh, to have an aircraft with them before the new year wraps up for tax planning purposes and and we fully appreciate that uh, from our side an additional compounding challenge just to that year and number is the uh, overall strain that we've seen on the supply chain we have manufacturers that have several dozen aircraft slated for delivery there during the last week of december and they're obviously trying to squeeze that in and make sure they meet customer needs before we ring in the new year So, Scott, what was the FAA's response when NBAA and Gamma reached out to the agency? So when we raised that issue, we went to FAA with a number of considerations of reasonable ways they could mitigate the situation, understanding that, you know, these are dedicated 
federal employees, then of course need a holiday as well. So, so we want to be sensitive to that while also understanding just the, the greater business concerns here as well. So we raised those concerns to FAA and over the past week, week and a half, we've been going back and forth with them and got some very positive news as to what the next couple weeks will hold for transactions. So we had um, two primary asks of the FAA leadership. And the first was that on December 30th, as that's the day before a holiday, you know, sometimes, as is the case in many offices, employees are allowed to go home early that day. So we did make the request that the FAA registry keep its full hours till 3.30 p.m. on the 30th. Then our second request was that they provide some staffing, even if it's a reduced level of staffing, on December 31st so that folks can access the public documents room and that FAA can file stamp documents that are related to the transaction that come in on December 31st, understanding that we're not asking for a full opening of the registry, but we are asking for a process where documents can be filed on December 31st. Of course, the obvious thing here is that if possible, the best advice is to try to move your transaction earlier so you're not pushed up against the 30th and the 31st. But what we heard back from the FA is that they will remain open the full hours on the 30th and they will provide us this resource in the public documents room to receive documents, filings, things like that on the 31st if necessary. So these are really two, I think, significant victories for the industry. This is just an example of where the general aviation community proactively identified a problem. We worked together across our associations and went to FAA with a really well-coordinated strategy of what we were asking for. We also communicated this issue out to our members and the trade press. And you know, within a pretty short amount of time, FAA officials came back to us and, and understood what we were talking about while being you know, sensitive to their needs of their employees were able to make some accommodations, which we really appreciate and think that will help us close out the end of the year strong. We'll be back in just a moment with valuable perspectives from an attorney who's quite familiar with the intricacies of aircraft transactions. But first, this message from NBAA. NBAA Flight Plan listeners, the latest digital edition of your magazine is ready. Just visit nbaa.org slash insider and all the latest intel will be in your hands. We're back now with our discussion about the upcoming holiday schedule for the FAA's registration database. I'm pleased to welcome now Scott McCreary, aviation group leader for the law firm of McAfee and Taft. Scott, you know as well as anyone how busy this time of year often is for processing aircraft transactions, and that's doubly true now given the incredible demand we've seen for business aircraft throughout 2021. I'd imagine having a bit of extra breathing room from the FAA is welcome news for you and your team. Uh, Certainly. December is normally a very busy time of year, and of course, often parties are trying to close their transactions, you know, by the end of the year for tax and other reasons. And so uh, having that additional day with the FAA open on the 31st is extremely helpful, especially considering the fact that banks were open on the 31st and parties could wire and transfer money on the 31st. The fact that the FAA would have been closed on the 31st kind of presented a unique problem for the industry that we that we don't often see. So for those who may still be in the initial stages of an aircraft transaction or maybe haven't even started yet on that process, is there still time to get everything finalized and submitted before the calendar turns to 2022? 
It's an uphill climb at this point for someone who's just now getting involved with buying or selling an aircraft, but that that doesn't mean it can't be done. And there will be lots of transactions that probably originate now and and end up closing this year. And having that extra day is really going to help. But if parties are closing an aircraft transaction the, the last week in December, their best bet is to try to close the 29th or the 30th and not wait until the 31st. But if they're closing on the 31st, or for, for some reason they have to close on the 31st, the FAA has now provided an opportunity for us to be able to take documents that are in relation to an ownership transfer. We're able to take those out to the FAA public documents room and submit them in the filing bin at the FAA during normal working hours. Will the FAA registry be handling any more complex documentation on those days, Scott? What the FAA has allowed us to do, again, is to have limited access to the public documents room for purposes of submitting documents in the filing bin out at the FAA. And in addition to that, they've agreed to a skeletal staff on the 31st, and that staff has agreed to process and file stamp documents that have been submitted in the filing bin, as well as documents that have been properly emailed to the FAA. They're not going to process them in any way other than file stamping them. But the file stamp is the perfection point that many lenders and parties rely on when it comes to making sure that their interests are properly perfected or established at at the FAA. So that's good news. What the FAA is not going to be able to do with this limited availability in the skeletal staff is they're not going to be able to actually process the documents and issue a flywire. So if you have an aircraft that either is not on the U.S. registry and needs to fly on the 31st and they would require a flywire to do that, they're not going to be able to make that flight. The registry is not going to be able to process imports or exports. That type of documentation won't be processed. They won't be able to issue duplicate certificates of registration or re-register aircraft. And kind of one of the more important things is they won't be able to process and issue unique authorization codes. So normally you would file a a Form 8051-35 with the registry and then 30 minutes or an hour later, they would provide you with a unique authorization code, which you need to register interest on the international registry in many circumstances that code won't be provided on the 31st so if you have a transaction that falls under the cape town treaty or that requires you know registrations on the international registry parties should still make sure that they've either been able to register prospective interest on the international registry prior to the 31st or that they've submitted and obtained a unique authorization code prior to the 31st so that those registrations could be made on the 31st. One other request that we had from the FAA is that they're not able to process payments or checks that are submitted with documents on the 31st because of their limited staffing. So they've requested that parties pay through pay.gov in connection with their filings. And they've also requested that any documents that are submitted in the bin or emailed into the registry 
that you note on the filing cover letter that they're ownership transfer documents, and that will be their trigger to actually take those documents and process them for file stamping. No other documents will be processed, so that's pretty important that you designate in the filing cover letter that these are ownership transfer documents. Thank you very much for that information, Scott. And I'd also like to thank Jens Hennig with Gamma and NBAA Scott O'Brien for sharing this news with us today. For additional details about working with the FAA registry when completing an aircraft transaction in these final days of the year, be sure to check out nbaa.org registry. And that's the latest from the National Business Aviation Association. Remember, you can subscribe to all Flight Plan episodes at Apple Podcasts in the App Store, wherever you find your favorite podcasts, including by asking Alexa or another connected device, or download them from nbaa.org. I'm Rob Finfrock. Thanks for listening, and join us next time for a new episode of Flight Plan. Flight Plan.